You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now locked and loaded for daily fantasy glory. DFS Lineup Lock, sponsored by DailyRoto.com, begins now. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Lineup Lock Live. We're presented by DailyRoto.com right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata as we strive today to build the people's lineup for week five and hopefully get the people some cash. Hey, Tony, how you doing after that Thursday night game last night? Oh, it was a good game to watch uh, last night, and uh, it's crazy. You know, Jameis Winston had a tough time in that game, and he didn't fulfill a lot of people's expectation. But the bottom line is at the end of the night, somehow he had 22 fantasy points, and somehow he's the fifth quarterback against the New England Patriots defense to throw for 300 yards. Yeah, I mean, and also, to be honest, I think the other thing that the Bucks should be encouraged about after that performance was Doug Martin actually looks like moving forward, he could be an RB2. He looked quick through the hole, looked much better than I've seen out of Jacquez Rogers in the past couple of weeks. I think that will be a welcome addition moving forward. And if you have Doug Martin on your teams and, like, stashed him because of the suspension, I think you're sitting pretty, and the Bucks have already had their bye week, too. Yeah, I looked at one of the things that I looked at prior to the game. It was interesting. When you keep looking at things, keep looking at things. The one thing that stuck out to me is the Buccaneers only had one sack coming into that game. And so it made me like Tom Brady a little more looking at that. But they got to the quarterback. The New England Patriots offensive line is in tough shape. And they can't really. That was a very poor defense that they went against last night. Tom Brady still got hit a lot. But a lot of it has to do with the Patriots' new scheme of throwing the ball down the field. He did get hit a lot, and it was very interesting, especially as they were wearing those color rush jerseys. Tom Brady was trying to keep it clean so he didn't have to get all those dirt stains. But he was, in fact, getting some pressure and taking some hits, a couple around the knees and ankles. I was saying when I was watching the game, it is amazing that in like 16, 17 years, the law of averages have never come for the health of Tom Brady. It must be all those Uggs oh, and avocados right no that's not true because i uh there was the one year dollars to be in a, there was the one yeah, year $1, in week I'll, ne- I'll never forget it i'll never forget it i paid 1300 he, he last it was after the year after the 50 touchdowns mm-hmm. so I, I, so he went in the first round i uh, 1300 to be in the league bang my first pick laying on the ground before i even made it to the sports bar to watch the game i know but still come on tony out of 17 years only one goes away and it doesn't matter to me i paid I paid thirteen hundred bucks. I had it one time. That's the only year I ever remember. All right, but here's what we're gonna do, Tony. It's okay. You're gonna put a little eight dollars <laughs> in for the people as we build this oh. lineup. The people are gonna take that tournament, and we're gonna clear they over thirteen hundred dollars right now as we turn our attention to week five of this NFL season. If you don't know by now, here on Lineup Lock Live, what we do is we're gonna give you Tony's lineup. I'm gonna give you mine out at the t- end of the show. But we are going to build the people's lineup, and we have polls on Twitter at Spitting Speeds at the Tony Sincata. We'll go position by position to get you ready to win some cash in week five. But the thing is, don't take our exact lineup. Tinker with it a little bit. This way, Tony can win his $1,300 in another lineup for week five. We're coming right back. It's Lineup Lock Live presented by DailyRoto.com right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We're going to kick it off with the quarterbacks where I think we're all going to be in consensus. Come on back and see what I'm talking about. Lineup Lock Live right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hello. 
Hello, friends. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the DraftKings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Tell them Greg Sussman sent you. Welcome back to Lineup Lock Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. We're getting ready for week five, helping you win a little bit of cash in daily fantasy. Tony, we got to build this people's Dang. lineup. Yeah, yeah, what's going on? Let me show you. I got to give you one illustration of what we all hope for in daily fantasy. Dude, go right I am ahead. playing a game, a head-to-head today in baseball against a guy. Yep. And you got whether I win or lose, this guy is as dumb as a rock, and I wish I could play him every day. <laughs> he has Corey Kluber as a starting pitcher. Okay. And these are the hitters he has. A lot of Ray Yankees. Bird, Todd Frazier. Todd Frazier, Gregorius, Aaron Hicks, and Aaron Judge. Even if he wins, he's an idiot. I mean, come on, where's the common sense? These are the people that we want to play. Can we get seventy thousand of these people in our tournament? Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are the people I also see at the roulette table betting red and black. And then wondering what happens when it comes up double zero, how they still wound up finding a way losing uh, money. Yo, Tony, I mean, send me, do me a favor. Send me like this guy's username, so I can keep out. Of, uh, I, can, I can keep an eye out. You know, I'll give it. I'll give it to everybody. It's M I four U fifty eight. M I four U fifty eight. There it is. There it is. We're coming after There's you. There's your Christmas present. We're coming There's after you Christmas now. Present, now watch people. what happens. Kluber is gonna go like six of great game, you know, and then this game is gonna go fifteen innings, and these guys are gonna yeah, put up work yeah, against the bullpen. Probably, you know. But hey, that's why I always say, I always say, don't confuse the result with the decision. This guy might pull off a victory. But it's still a bad move. That's true. This is a game about inputs, not necessarily about outputs. And with that being said, we go to the first poll. We're talking about the quarterback position. Tony, the people that we put up in the poll to be eligible for the people's lineup here in Week 5 is Aaron Rodgers at 8,100, Dak Prescott at 6,800, Russell Wilson at 71, and Brian Hoyer at 4,700. Tony, give the people a little bit of uh, context how you're making this poll because I see a wide variety of price, but you think that maybe ROI dollar for dollar these are some value yeah. plays that's why you have Aaron Rodgers all the way at 8100 and and you know hope down to Hoyer at 47 I just hope the people have a big enough budget to make all the poll answers and the plays that they want tell me a little bit how you're going here putting yeah. uh, these different price levels together so yeah this is this will explain someone too on Twitter today asked me why Antonio Brown was in the wide that. receiver twos uh, what I did, is, what I do is I'll take what I think their output, what their total fantasy points is. So a guy like Aaron Rodgers, I'll put him at at 28, 29 fantasy points. He averages 24 on the year. Dallas secondary uh, is terrible. So add four or five more points there and get 29 fantasy points. So right there, I'm looking at a guy that's actually going to come a little under what we need to get from him. Right. Uh, we're going to look for him to get 28, 29 fantasy points. So there's a chance he could get under. That's like uh, 3.5, right? right? That's like 3.5 return? Right. 3.5. 
So 3.5, that would put him at uh, 26, 27, and we right. need to get somewhere in that, in that. So I took all those guys, and like Dak Prescott, the same thing. Dak Prescott has been averaging 20 points a game. Green Bay secondary has played okay this year, but in general, they're not ranked by pro football focus. It's one of the better secondaries. They weren't great last year. So you split him in for 23 fantasy points, and that's about three over. So that's where I got in Brian Hoyer. Why is he in with these guys? Well, Brian Hoyer is a guy that, you know what, against a poor defense, I only need 16 or 17 points, and then he gives me the same presumed outboard of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Tony, when I talk about building a DFS line, up in your process. It reminds me of middle school when I was taught how to cross multiply. You know, that's what it comes down to, right? It's because it's your cost at uh, over like the budget, the total budget, right? And then it's about the points that they could put up uh, about this kind of like three or four kind of multiplier. And if the points that you believe they could put up are more than that multiplier when you do the little cross multiplication, then they are in fact a value. And so what that can do, even if they're at a low price, then you get to spend up a little bit later on. I remember last week, you telling me about your process, how you look for the cheap values, and then with the you know leftover gravy that you have, that's when you get to go shopping at the big kids' toy store, right? Yeah, and my big kid's going to be, we'll get to it a little later, my big kid's toy is going to be Le'Veon Bell based on a lot of these guys that we were able to get a little cheaper. Absolutely. So let's look at this poll right now. Uh, 48% of the people are taking Aaron Rodgers at 8,100. They like that name maybe, especially when we have four teams, some with viable quarterbacks on by this week. You know, no Drew Brees, Tom Brady already gone, no Matt Ryan this week. So they like that name value of Aaron Rodgers. I like the matchup against the Dallas Cowboys secondary. When we relieve, when we reveal my lineup, we're going to see a lot of Packers in it. I've been telling you about this yeah. over-the-top stack that I've been talking about. And i got to tell you, Tony, I've had a couple people hit me up on Twitter already saying that they're going in a very similar direction. I hope we're not uh, changing the percent ownage of uh, people on this Well, polls. guess what? Uh, yeah, I'm going to have, a, I, have a, I think, three Packers in there as well. Oh, so, boy. Uh, we're going to be there. Here's the other thing. When you pay a high price... A lot of times I tell people you're paying for predictability. And you look at the quarterbacks, and you mentioned no Drew Brees, no Tom Brady uh, in these matchups this week. You're looking at the guy with the most predictable outcome against a secondary that's not great. It's hard to go anywhere else. Yeah, and another feather in this cap is the state of the health of the running backs on this team as well. Ty Montgomery with the ribs, Jamal Williams with the knee. Do people believe in Aaron Jones? All the more reason for Aaron Rodgers to put it up a ton. We talk about this with quarterbacks like Rivers and Palmer and Eli. If I can get Aaron Rodgers putting it up at the same usage, oh boy, do I like that like my name was Kirk Cousins. Let me ask you something. One other thing, Tony, about these quarterbacks. I... Uh, you know, also on Twitter, I had people suggest some of these high volume guys like Palmer, like Rivers, like Eli Manning. What about a guy like Carson Palmer against the Eagles, where I think he's going to have to throw it about 45, 50 times? I think there's two guys at that price that are going to be very good plays this week because of volume. One is Carson Palmer against the Eagles, and the other one's Alex Smith. Mm. So I think those two guys are there. I had Carson Palmer as my sixth quarterback, so he just missed the poll uh, in in this week. And if we didn't put Brian Hoyer in there with the forty seven thousand, you know that salary is so cheap that basically almost any quarterback at that salary, if he's going to be a starting quarterback against a defense that's under a top fifteen defense, I mean they're one of the worst defenses in the league, is going to show up in that poll um, because of your you know the return on investment. So I think you got a couple of guys though that are worth consideration. Philip Rivers is going to throw the ball a ton this week. Carson Palmer is going to throw the ball. Eli Manning and Alex Smith, 
all tough defenses except Carson Palmer, but they're all going to throw the ball close to 40 times. Yep, so there are some options if you want to go away from our poll. But, Tony, the people will insert Aaron Rodgers at the quarterback position with 48% of the support. Our next poll is at the RB1 level. You already mentioned how we're leaving on a prayer a little bit here at 9,500. Zeke Elliott at 8,800. LGBT rights, LeGarrett Blunt at 4,200. Remember, it does not look like Wendell Smallwood is going to go in that game. And then Todd Gurley at 8,000. Tony, I uh, saw what you were doing on Twitter a little bit as it related to Antonio Brown, and I am all over Le'Veon Bell as well at 9,500. I look at this Jacksonville Jaguars defense, okay, and they have been getting pressure on the quarterback, and both of those cornerbacks, uh, A.J. Bouye and Jalen Ramsey, have been playing well. Le'Veon Bell had 30, 35 carries last week. He looks to be getting back into the groove against the defense that looks like they do good against the pass, not so much against the run. I think this is all Le'Veon all the time. Yeah, he just came off 37 fantasy points against a good Baltimore defense. So uh, we're looking at him rounding back into shape. I think he'll be counted on heavily in this game. Uh, The week prior against the Chicago Bears, he had 21 fantasy points. Uh, So I think we're back where Le'Veon Bell was Le'Veon Bell. And I think the usage is going to go through the roof. And he'll catch a lot of small passes here, get one-on-one with the linebackers in Jacksonville. Talk about the usage and catching balls out of the backfield. That's the the next guy I want to talk to you. I mean, he's been catching balls out of the backfield as well. 23% are talking about supporting Todd Gurley at 8,000. This guy has been like a top three stud, in my opinion, especially with some of the work he's getting in the passing game. They go up against Seattle. So let me ask you, is the Seattle defense still uh, a team that you now like kind of temper expectations? Or are they someone that's not as impressive as they used to be? They're mid-pack against running backs right now in the league. So I still give them the respect, though, I think that they deserve. But a lot of times we talk about this. We overrate the matchups. Todd Gurley is getting the ball in the passing game. He's getting the game ball running the goal. So everything's going through him. And I think Seattle does a better job against the pass. That being said, Todd Gurley will catch those four or five-yard passes in this game. And I think he's going to catch some balls. And here's the other thing. Todd Gurley is the number one back in fantasy. Mm-hmm. And yet his salary is only 8000 bucks. And Le'Veon Bell's 9500 That's a discount on this guy. All right, fair enough. So, Tony, listen, if we get into a budgetary concern a little bit later on, I love Le'Veon Bell, but if we have to step down, we can go to Todd Gurley, who is second in this poll at 8000 Tony, when we come on back after the break right here on Lineup Lock Live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, we're going to go into our RB2 situation. There's a couple of people in here that I, uh, I don't know if I'm with you on, so we're going to have to discuss some of those, and we're going to have to see if the people who are building their lineup have enough money to pay for all of these Packers and Le'Veon Bell and the like. It is Lineup Lock Live presented by DailyRoto.com. We're right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Check out our lineup. Check it out as we build them on Twitter at Spittin' Speeds at the Tony Sincata. The people are going to make some money here in Week Five. Come on, right back where we talk about our running back two and our wide receivers. We're building the lineup. Come on, right back on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. 
just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Welcome back to Lineup Lock Live here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Aaron Hicks is just taking Corey Kluber yard. And the uh, Yankees have extended to a 6-3 lead in the third inning over a potential Cy Young Award winner, uh, Corey Kluber. The struggles of the starting pitchers continue in the 2017 playoffs. But we're looking ahead to week five of the NFL season, Tony. Let's look at our number two running backs in this poll. You got Carlos Hyde, who was removed from the injury report today. I know that was a concern of ours a little bit earlier on in the week. He's at 6,900. Melvin Gordon at 6,000. My guy, boom, boom, Bilal, pal, pal, at 6,200. And then Duke Johnson at 49. I want to ask you first about Melvin Gordon. I am not buying into Melvin Gordon. He's been it looks like he's been banged up. We've seen guys like Eckler and Oliver. You also have the Chargers traveling across the country for the rare early 1 p.m. Eastern start for a cross-country trip for a West Coast team. I am off Melvin Gordon. Give me reasons to uh, hop back on this gravy train tone. Well, everybody thinks Melvin Gordon's hurt, I guess except Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon's the guy that says I want the ball more. So if you liked him coming into the year and you draft him in the first round of all your drafts, which you people did, and now he's $6,000, which is uh, $3,000 left in elite running back, and he's still going to catch balls out of the backfield, and he's still going to get those opportunities at the goal line, he's got to be a guy worth consideration at that salary. Fair enough, fair enough. Melvin Gordon says he's not hurt. Someone who says he is hurt is Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde at 6,900. We love this matchup, Tony, against against Indianapolis. We like that matchup, but the problem is, you know, he he kind of like let the cat out of the bag himself. I understand he's not on the injury report anymore, but uh, that concerns me in terms of his workload and in terms of him being able to finish the game on Sunday. Yeah, to me, he's by far the best uh, play out of this group, but you can't make it the best play because of that. The last game was the least amount of touches that he had uh, this so far this season, so it's trending in the wrong direction as far as carries for Carlos Hyde. Uh, so I'm concerned there, and I probably will not use him, even though I believe he's the best matchup out of this group, and I think he's one of the best matchups on the whole day. Well, he might be one of the best matchups, but he is not leading our poll. Instead, the fans are going to save a little bit of money here. They're going to go down to Bilal Powell at 6,200. 35% of the, of the voters are with Bilal Powell. Hey, Tony, do you, are you afraid at all about this kid, Elijah McGuire, starting to get more touches throughout the season? No, I think that in today's uh, running back world, they don't throw the ball downfield enough that both these guys can get enough touches that uh, they can go in. If we can get Bilal Paul to catch five, six, six, seven balls in a game, have an opportunity to get in the goal line, that's all we can ask for uh, against this Cleveland Browns defense. All right, fair enough. So the people are going Lev Bell at 9,500 and then Bilal Powell at 6,200 to pair up with Aaron Rodgers. When we go to the wide receivers, Tony, here's where it gets interesting for me. And I got to ask you because later on I've seen your lineup. I know my lineup. We're both doing the -the over-the-top Packers stack. But, Tony, with the way you made the polls, it is impossible 
for the people to have the same stack as us. And here's why. You got Jordy Nelson at 8,100, Adam Thielen at 5,900, Jarvis Landry at 58, and then also... Mr. Randall Cobb at 6,700. Why don't you give the people the opportunity to have the winning stack doubly like you and me, Tom? Because I go down and I rank them in order. So my top play is Jordy Nelson. My fourth play is Randall Cobb. Gotcha. So they came in that same order right right there. And so I threw it out there. And I I thought Randall Cobb would actually do better because uh, you know what? I, I, I really think when you look at the price savings, it's pretty damn close. So I'm surprised the lack of support he's getting in this poll at 8%. Yeah, I agree with you. I um I thought originally when I was building my lineup um that Randall Cobb would be the guy. I like him in the slot over the middle. Remember the Cowboys still no Sean Lee this week, but then I was able to do a little tinkering and fit them both. A little sneak preview. I have Jordy Nelson and Randall Cobb. And Tony, I have another wide receiver from this poll in my lineup. So that means that I'm going with three of your top four values. So I'm very excited about that, Tony. You'll be here in my lineup Towards the end of the show, let's talk about these wideout twos, Tony. We got um, Aldrick Robertson at 3,100, T.Y. Hilton at 6,000, Des Bryant at 6,500, and Antonio Brown at 8,400. You remember, Tony, you mentioned before that we had somebody on Twitter ask us, like, how is Antonio Brown possibly a wide receiver two? We talked about it a little bit as it related to Le'Veon Bell, who we do have in our lineup. Tell me why there's better values out there, in your opinion, this week than Antonio Brown. When we look at Antonio Brown, we're looking at a guy that's $8,400. So we're going to basically have to get uh, 26 fantasy points to exceed what we were looking for with Antonio Brown. And you look at this defense with the Jacksonville Jaguars. They've done very good against wide receivers. They're the best in the National Football League. So Le'Veon Bell is their running back. They're They're the third worst against running backs in the league. So it would tell me that game script would dictate Le'Veon Bell becomes a bigger weapon here. If I'm going to pay $8,400, Antonio Brown has to be the first option in that offense. He's not going to be this week, in my opinion. So that way, I move him down. He's still Antonio Brown. He's still worthy of consideration, but he's not one of the top wide receivers for me this week, and that way I moved him in the second group there. And this is the beauty of DFS, okay? We all know that Antonio Brown is an amazing EV wide receiver, but in the week where he happens to have a bad matchup, in the week where we think Pittsburgh may go another way, we don't have to pick him. You're not tied to that, and that's the beauty of Daily Fantasy. I'm with the people on this poll, Tony. I like the 43% that are supporting Des Bryant at 6,500. Tony, you've heard me say it on this show on fantasy freestyle and elsewhere that i believe des bryant is akin to like a quadruple a stud right that when he goes up against prime time talent the petersons of the world the Rhodes of the world the jackrabbit janoris jenkins of the world they are able to handle him i don't see anybody on the packers that fits that bill so i think des bryant will be able to eat some and borrow like a little motion out of his friend ezekiel elliott he's gonna get the bowl he's gonna get the spoon he's gonna throw up the X. I like Des Bryant at 6,500 this week. You know, I'm shocked by this by this poll result because I, I'm not a Des guy, so I'll say Neither that right away. Neither am I, but this is a good uh, matchup, Tone. It's a good matchup, but he has zero 100-yard games this year, and he's he's gone, and he the most balls he caught was seven against Denver. Um, in that game, he was targeted 16 times. He was targeted 13 times in the game. He had 98 yards with five receptions. So even against marginal talent with the Rams cornerbacks, it's not exactly like he's lighting it up. Um, 
I, I wouldn't pay 6500 I could see in this game Dak Prescott having to throw the ball. Right. He's throwing the ball way more than he did last year. So I think it's a play. I don't think it's a crazy play at all. And I think right now when you look at it, you got to look and say, hey, I, I, I'm not going to do this. I'm surprised. I'm, I, I'm excited to see how this one turns out. All right. Well, the people are officially putting Des Bryant in our lineups at 6,500. Tony, when we go down to wide receiver three for this lineup, I don't know how our budget is shaking out. We might have to go a punt play somewhere else, maybe a tight end or defense. We'll get to that. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Looking at wide out three, our options are Pierre Garçon at 6,100, the D-hop, the D-hop apotamus, DeAndre Hopkins at 76, Keenan Allen at 74, and Devontae Parker at 66. I'm intrigued by Devontae Parker because of the matchup against Tennessee in what is, remember, the first time the home Dolphin fans get to cheer for their team. Maybe uh, Adam Gaze goes big play to get the crowd involved, and that could mean Devontae Parker against a Tennessee Titans secondary that can be had at 6,600. It's Devontae Parker leading this wide out three pole, Tone. Yeah, you know, I like him, but it, this is a weird because these guys are like guys that are all – like De- DeAndre Hopkins is good at $7,600, but he's down there. Keenan Allen's got a tough matchup, but he'll get targeted a lot. Right. And then you look at uh, Devontae Parker. I think he's the second-best option on his own team this week. Uh, Pierre Garçon, you're hoping that he gets a bunch of catches there. So I think it's a it's a safe play, Devontae Parker. It's all about getting down the field, and they should throw the ball against this defense. Um, I, I guess. I think it could have went either way, and the poll was close. I mean, 31% uh, for him, 28% for Garcon, Hopkins, 76 I would have took the cheapest guy and tried to save a little money here. All right, well, listen, remember last week when we were trying to make unilateral decisions away from the people when they wanted Deshaun Watson as their quarterback, and him, he got five touchdowns, so that went okay. So here's what we got to do, Tony. We got to have Jordy Nelson in there stacked with Aaron Rodgers. We got to have Des Bryant and then Devontae Parker. That's our lineup. Tony's going to do a little bit of tinkering with that so that when we come back here on Lineup Lock Live, presented by DailyRoto.com, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We're going to see how much we are still working with. What's our budget look like, Tony? Because as I look at these tight ends that we're going to talk about, we have one or two that are up at the top of the price chain, and then we have one or two that are bargain basement, including someone you went with last week who got not one but two touchdowns. Are we going to have some money to spend at the tight end position, Tony? Uh, no. Okay. I think the American... <laughs> I think America it loves a cheap tight end this week, it looks like. All right. The people are going to have to go cheap. We have a couple of options for you. And, Tony, I actually have an option in my lineup that is incredibly cheap that I wanted to ask you about. We're going to do that when we come back on Lineup Lock Live, presented by DailyRoto.com, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. But you guys can take this lineup we're giving you, and you can not only enter it in your kind of uh, you know DFS sites, whatever it is, where you play Daily Fantasy, but go on over to DailyRoto.com or rotoexperts.com because we're doing contests right there to partner up with DKMS and help fight blood cancer, okay? We're giving you free entries, and then if you win, you got a chance to go to Super Bowl 52 in Minnesota. But what the real the real like value is here is you could learn a lot about how you can help to fight against blood cancer. You could register to be a blood donor. You could register to be a bone marrow donor and really help someone struggling with this d- disease. You could save a life. So even if you don't win the DFS contest, you could still be a winner. Sounds good to you, right, Tom? 
Oh, absolutely. This is a no-brainer, folks. We give you uh, plays every day. This is our best play that you guys can absolutely execute. All right, we got some other plays at tight end as we build the people's lineup right here on Lineup Lock Live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Stay tuned because you're also going to hear Tony Sincata's lineup and the lineup for Speeds, the spitting statistician, when we come back here on Lineup Lock Live. Hello, friends. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the DraftKings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Tell them Greg Sussman sent you. We're here to tell you the winning scenario so you could win some cash in week five. That's a Tribe Call Quest bringing us back, but it's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata here on Lineup Lock Live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Tony, the people's lineup is forming, and we're going to go to tight end. It looks like we need to keep it cheap at tight end, but good thing that the people are on the same wavelength. Our options are Austin Safarian Jenkins at 3500 your boy Tyler Croft at 3200 Travis Kelsey at 6000 and Zach It Ertz when I pee at 6200 Tony, talk to me about Tyler Croft. If the listeners haven't been here since last week, when you went with Tyler Croft before his two-touchdown outing last week, you talked about it as, like, remove the name who the player is. It's basically just Tyler Eifert in that offense because of the opportunity and the scheme that Cincinnati is trying to run, correct? Yeah, so basically what I said is there's there's only a couple, a handful of superstar players in the NFL. And and I think when you look at those guys, you know what, they're going to do whatever they do and wherever they play. And then there's a whole bunch of systems out there. And I use the New England Patriots, for example. Uh, You go all the way back to Wes Welker. Wes Welker was on the Miami Dolphins. He was a special teams player. Uh, He was traded for a fifth-round draft pick. And then all of a sudden, the New England Patriots, the guy could be a Hall of Famer. Then he leaves. Julian Edelman was a seventh-round pick, a quarterback, Mm -hmm. right, at a Division I AA school. He comes in, and now he's a guy that's got a couple Super Bowls. They take him out, Danny Amendola, last night. It's all over the field. So whoever plays that position – comes into play. Mm-hmm. Last year, we saw Levy and Bell go down. D'Angelo Williams stepped sure. up, right? And you got the same numbers no matter what. D'Angelo Williams can't even get a job in the NFL now. Yeah, sure. So I look at Tyler Croft. Yeah, I look at Tyler Croft, and I say, hey, you know what? Tyler Eifert's not that great of a football player. He's a big guy that plays a tight end position. Same as Tyler Croft. And they actually like Tyler Croft there in Cincinnati. So I put him in my lineup last week at 2600 bucks. He's only 3200 this week. So I think he's still worthy of a play. Fair enough, fair enough, Tony. I completely understand that. I like it. I'm going back in my head, and I'm thinking about guys like, oh, I don't know, Darren Sproles to Reggie Bush to Pierre Thomas to now Alvin Kamara. That's why I love me some Alvin Kamara moving forward instead of a guy like Adrian Peterson. I completely see what you're talking about, and I think there are some other other examples around the league, but that's Tony Sincata giving you that real-time information. We're not only giving you the fish for Week 5, 
we are teaching you how to fish in order to understand potential opportunity across the NFL. Hey, Tony. The people are going with Austin Safarian Jenkins at 3,500. I guess they like what I guess has been what, five, six targets a game um, a, for the New York Jets ever since he came back. Remember, this is a guy who I believe it is his last chance in the NFL. They were talking about is he in good shape. He's kind of like a new man on some level. But what I think is the case here, better than any of that, is the fact that he will get about five or six targets, and you know the best friend for a check-down quarterback is a big kind of tight end. I think he could get some targets and at only 3500 it's that three it's that three times the value right here's the other problem is the cleveland browns are the second worst mm. at covering tight ends uh in a national football league i think the giants are first and they're the worst so uh it, it just it's 3500 it's a great matchup on defense so we're going to get to the defense next but then we're going to have to eliminate some people because uh the people just like our country the united states of america biting off more than money, they can chew yeah, we like to buy and, and except we don't have the same um, latitude as America and being able to build a debt ceiling here. Uh, we got to stick to $50,000. All right, we got a hard cap, and so we got to take that into consideration as we go to the defense. But, Tony, I had one more bargain basement tight end that I wanted to ask you about. You talk about the matchup and, you know, teams that are not good against the tight end. My guy, at least on FanDuel, is all the way cheaper than any of these guys at only 4500 on FanDuel, Tony. I'm taking Ryan Griffin of the Houston Texans, okay? And they're going up against Kansas City, who I see is 27 against the pass and Ryan like with with uh, Deshaun Watson extending plays I know he targets DeAndre Hopkins all the time but at this low price tell me I'm crazy about Ryan Griffin this week no not at all I really like him and I'll give you another guy there's two other guys that weren't in the poll that I like at tight end and I think the way to go is to cheap at tight end this week it's hard to write off Zach Ertz or or Travis Kelsey because they both get 100 yards it's just you can't fit everybody in if you're trying to get these wide receivers in and trying to get low, it's just tough. You're gonna to have to get a couple of cheaper guys there. I like Ryan Griffin a lot. I think you can get five catches, fifty plus yards, and if he gets in the end zone, you have a big day. I also like Martellus Bennett. I talked about it earlier that the Green Bay Packers are going out of their way, um, at least out loud, saying that they want to try to get Martellus Bennett involved there. And then two, if you guys are like fortune tellers, or if any of you guys have a crystal ball. And you can figure out which San Diego tight end is going to catch right. the ball this week. Because the Giants are they horrible the against the tight end. The Giants yeah, are horrible against the, the tight end. Matchup. Yeah, they're the best matchup on paper. It's just they got two of them there, and they're both good. And they're trying to figure out which guy to go. I'm leaning towards, uh, if I had to take one, and I know our guy, You're our guy, Sean McCormick. McCormick. You know he's going Hunter, Hunter Henry. Henry. Henry, Hunter Henry, right there. He looks like you know, think- the president in the like, – Tony, I believe that Hunter Henry is the tight end for like for the Chargers in between the 20s. But then when they get to the red zone and then when they get to the third down conversions, you know Phillip Rivers goes for old reliable. And at that, this price point, I think I actually believe that the touchdown that Gates could get is more likely to happen than the consistent production and the like, you know, five or six catches you need out of Hunter Henry. You you would think that, and I agree with you. But last week, Hunter Henry made the one-headed catch in the end zone on a, on a goal line play. 
All right, fair enough. So let's uh, let's turn our attention to defense because it looks like the people are going to have Austin Safarian Jenkins against the Cleveland Browns as their tight end. A lot of support, 50% support from the people to put them in their lineup. Tony, I don't know how much money we have left for defense, but our original options are the Chiefs at 2700 the Bills at 2600 the Ravens at 2900 and the Jets at an even 3000 It looks like we got to be cheap so the Jets were winning the poll at 3000 them going up against Deshaun Kaiser and the Cleveland Browns but it sounds like if we need to set, save a little bit more money because this is a close poll Tony we can get the number one scoring defense in all of football the Buffalo Bills they are going up against the new offensive coordinator Laser in Cincinnati but Andy Dalton you know every time people start to think he's doing well it is usually in a prime time <laughs> game but he turns the ball over a little bit and I like the way this Bills defense has looked, giving up only 54 points across four games. Can we afford the Bills at 2,600, Tom? Uh, well, we can't afford any of them, so okay. we'll take the Bills at 2,600, right? And this is what we got to do. We got our roster here. We're 1,100 over, and we have uh, a flex position. Okay. So the quickest thing we got to do is we've got to move either Le'Veon Bell out of the lineup. I think we go Jordy down Nelson from Jordy Nelson to Randall Cobb. I think we go down from Jordy Nelson to Randall Cobb, Tony. That'll that, save us that, like two that grand. Was, right. That, that keeps one, the Packers stack. It keeps the Packers stack, which I know the people want, and it saves us like a good $2,000 yep. $2, in one move. I think that's something we got to do, Tony. So then we got to still got to do some cutting. And here's what we got. At the flex position – we got to put either Aldrick Robinson at 3,100 yep. or LeGarrette Blunt at 4,200, who the people are grossly. Uh, but give me LeGarrette uh, Blunt. Give me LeGarrette Blunt because Wendell Smallwood, it doesn't look like he's going to go. I expect right, Philadelphia. That's what I'm saying the people. I expect Philadelphia to be up. I have Philly. There. I have Philly as one of my knockout pool plays this week against uh, against the Cardinals. I like Philly this week, and I think they're going to need to turn and hand the ball to LGBT rights. We're talking about LeGarrette Blunt. Let's make that change, Tone. All right, and then the running back, we're gonna still ask that we're still over a lot. We gotta here. keep so, Lev Bell uh, though. We gotta keep Lev Bell. If Lev Bell stays, we're gonna have to cut. We still have to cut uh, thirty nine hundred dollars. Damn. <laughs> All right. Here's what we so, got to do. We got to go down from Bilal Powell. We got to go down from Bilal Powell. We got to take Bilal Powell out, and we got to take one of these bargain basement guys that I know are in both of our lineups, Tony. We got to get either a Duke Johnson or an Andre Ellington. We got to get one of these PPR yeah. backs that are cheap that we like, like that we've talked about this week. We got to get one of them in yeah. our lineups. We're going, we're going Duke Johnson okay. there. All right, and then we still got uh, we still, we still got a little cut to make. Hold we on. still got more. Uh, we still got twenty six hundred more. That's a lot. Twenty six hundred. That's a lot. More. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot, that's, Tom. That's a. That's How about a this? Lot. I got. So I have a. It's, <laughs> I don't know. It's good thing we're we have a commercial have to break. Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if we, we could do that. Tony. Aaron Rodgers all. Or Le'Veon Bell. One of them has to go. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that, Tony. I think this is what I think we need. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. L that's luckily, why toughs, That's why cuts are tough. That's why is. we have liberals, and that's why we have conservatives. This is true. Okay, and good thing we have a commercial break <laughs> to figure it out, Tony. Here's what we might have to do, because then we still need that stack. I still really like that stack. Is there any way? Here's the craziness. You were talking about how you like Martellus Bennett. 
this week? Yeah. What if we use Martellus Bennett as our tight end, and then that became the Packers stack, and that then freed us up to uh, spend a little bit less money on wide receivers? That we could spend a little bit less money on wide receivers. Go with a guy like Adam Thielen, who is in our poll in that situation, and that, you know, yeah, something Thielen like got that. a lot of votes. So let me. Uh, we'll take the commercial votes. break and we'll unveil it. We can get. Yeah. We'll unveil. Uh, All right. That's what we're so gonna stay do. Stay tuned. We'll give you our lineups. We're a lot less confused. Yeah. That's people. what we're gonna do. Listen. Uh, this is why the Tony Sincata makes the big bucks. Okay. We're gonna take a commercial break here on Lineup Lock Live. You guys have your your arguments have been made. Your polls have been counted. We, however, have to fit it in a budget so we can enter the people's lineup and dig the people out of the hole of about forty dollars that they have from week four. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, I'm going to give you my fan duel lineup, and it's going to have a lot of these Packers, a lot of these people we've been talking about. That's going to free up Tony to do a little bit of tinkering. We're going to give you then Tony's lineup on DraftKings, and we're also going to unveil the updated version of the people's lineup where we took all of your votes into consideration and fit it into some kind of budget. But, Tony, we need the Packers in there because of that total. It's like by far the highest total in the week. Come on right back and see what we do here on Lineup Lock Live. DFS Lineup Lock, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. It is amazing that in like 16, 17 years, the law of averages have never come for the health of Tom Brady. It must be all those Uggs oh, and avocados, right? No, that's not true. I'll never forget it. I paid 1300 It was after the year after the 50 touchdown. But still, come on, Tony. Out of 17 years, only one goes away. And it doesn't matter to me. I paid 1300 bucks. Weekdays, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. FNTSY.com slash radio. Welcome back. We're here on Lineup Lock Live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We're about to give out our lineups for week five to help you win a little bit of cash to slide on into the fall season. I'm going to give out mine first. Truth be told, to give Tony a little bit more time to tinker on the people's lineup. Over on FanDuel, I'm getting Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback at 9,500. I'm also fitting Le'Veon Bell in as my RB1. Because of that, I had to drop down, but I love the option at 5,400 of Andre Ellington. I think he's going to get a ton of targets and still be the lead running back for Arizona in that game at Philadelphia. Then wideouts, I am so encouraged to see that all three wideouts that I have were in Tony's first poll about the best four of value. I got Jordy Nelson at 8600 and Randall Cobb at 6600 And then at the same price, I have Jarvis Landry at 6600 I believe that he's going to eat against the Tennessee Titans in the PPR formats. I like that. I'm paying only 4500 for my tight end. It is Ryan Griffin. And I believe that Aaron Donald is going to wreck the game against Seattle. I like the Rams defense to get some pressure on Russell Wilson. Remember that running game only worked with uh, Chris Carson. I don't believe in Fat Eddie Lacy hashtag feast mode. I like the Rams to do work at home in a game for NFC West supremacy. That's my lineup, Tone. 
I like it. I like it. Here's what I got. Aaron Rodgers, $8,100. Duke Johnson, 4900 against uh, the New York Jets. He's been catching the ball a ton. Le'Veon Bell, 9500 Going to go punt play. Aldrick Robinson should get the start this week. Uh, Marquise Goodwin had his fourth concussion in 12 months. I don't think he's going to be out in the no. field this week. Jordy Nelson, 8100 Randall Cobb, 6700 Two packers there. Going with the people. Austin Safarian Jenkins, 3500 I'm going to go with Tyler Croft, 3200 Going so back to the well, huh? What do you get? Yeah, when you got Rodgers, Bell, and Jordy Nelson, you yeah. got to get a couple of these $3,000 players. And I'm going to go with the Ravens against EJ Manuel. Here's what the people got. Yeah, After I'm interested to hear what thinking, the people have. I'm very interested to pe- hear what the they people still have. have. A, they still have a Green Bay stack. I was able nice. to pull that off. So uh, here's what we got here. The, the people have spoken, and uh, you know what? We're fulfilling all your amendment rights and making sure you've got your constitution. Due process, I like and it. And here's where... Yes, here's what we've got. Aaron Rodgers, quarterback, 8,100. We had to go to Duke Johnson, 4,900. Still have Le'Veon Bell at 9,500. Had to put my punt play guy, Aldrick Robinson, in there at 3,100. Des Bryant, I want your guys to have your guy in there at 6,500. Randall Cobb, 6,700. Martellus Bennett, forty one hundred. So you got three Packers there. Nice. Legarrett Blunt, because I think he's gonna I think he's a very underrated forty two hundred uh with no small one. And the Bills defense, twenty six hundred. So you got pretty close to what you wanted. I like that, Tony. I think you did a great job getting the people's plays in there. We kept Lev Bell in there, we kept Aaron Rodgers in there. The only play, listen. Only 3% of the people like LeGarrette Blunt, but I really like this option, especially as it looks like Wendell Smallwood is trending that he is not going to play with that knee injury. But here's the thing now, Tony. Your lineup, my lineup, and the people's lineup, we all have Le'Veon Bell this week. We think he's going to be carrying <laughs> the load for the Steelers against the Jaguars, and we all love the Green Bay Packers in that national game against the Cowboys in that afternoon window. So uh, all we need is like one or two things to go astray, and then we all strike out this week. Oh, you could look at it like that, or we could look at it as like we could all win together this yes. week. We're all coming in the money. We're all going to make it rain some night next week, wherever you guys go to get in bad weather. Right, right, right. And I know my man Sean McCormick up there, they don't make it rain. In Canada, they have those coins, so it's more like making it hail, right, Tony? Yeah, that's crazy, right? I see once a guy throw a quarter or a dollar or some sort of at, at a, a dancer, and she uh, basically kicked it with a heel, and uh, he was bleeding. See, that's no good, but that's real money north of the border. We'll find out if Sean McCormick <laughs> replies to our polls about that as well next week. Good luck to you guys. It is week five on DFS. You can see Tony with us as well in the Sunday edition of Lineup Lock Live with 11th hour you know, news and changes. But we'll be back on Monday to see how the people did. Dane Martinez and Tony Cincata on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.